Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Today we're talking about <laughs> buttholes. Uh, the stately butthole. <laughs> Natalie, what is a butthole? Uh, the butthole is uh, basically your anus. And your anus is an opening at the opposite end of your mouth. <laughs> the anus is just basically the door. The door between inside and outside. The anus is the threshold. Yeah. Just like the colon and the rectum and the anus, like colon. And then the rectum is the very end of the colon. And then the anus is the very end of the rectum. Then you have your sphincter, which is like the thing that pinches it off. According to this picture I'm looking at. <laughs> no, there are. There's two sets of muscles. Mm -hmm. So that's handy. Yeah, basically your butthole is for poop to come out. Mm -hmm. You can use it for other stuff though. Sure. It's not a part of your reproductive system because it plays no part in reproduction. But people do sex stuff with it because it's close to the other stuff. And who can blame them? <laughs> so amphibians, reptiles, and birds all have cloaca, which is the bird's butthole. They do everything out of the cloaca. So they secrete liquid, solid waste, and they copulate in them, and then they lay eggs from them. So it's kind of like the studio apartment at the back end. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's chilling in there. This is where the magic happens. <laughs> it is literally. If you had to pick somewhere where the magic is happening, it's probably there. So if a salamander is a content creator, we're talking audio, video, text, everything from the same cloaca. Right. I, I wish we all just had cloaca because that'd be so much easier. Do you? Why not? Why not? <laughs> it's very super efficient. It's just like very streamlined. I just imagine that they're streamlined because I've never noticed a bird's genitals before. Have you? No, I've never seen a bird with their... There it is. Yeah, oh, and it's got a guy pulling it open. That's like birdsey. It's like goatsey for birds. I guess I've seen a bird poop before, and and you can see their, their situation. I don't really think you want everything hooked together, because... The reason why when you have when you have a child and you have a daughter, they're very insistent. They're like front to back, front to back. Right. It's true. That's how you should go. The cloaca is everything hooked together. I can't imagine that a bird is not getting UTIs all the time. Because the it, whole shit is all hooked together. It's evolved to work like that, though. So I'm sure that it's like not possible unless they had some kind of injury. A bird could just be flying around with the UTI and just be in a bad mood all the time, you wouldn't know. <laughs> all birds, if all birds had UTIs, I think that would be a flaw in the design of birds. So you're saying that the intelligent designer was not in fact intelligent nor benevolent. <laughs> let there be birds and let their whole shit be inflamed all the time. <laughs> they can fly, but they always have Peeing pain. Every time they go, it's going to hurt. You need to set out a bird bath with cranberry juice. <laughs> some nitrofurantoin. <laughs> All the good shit. You know who also has cloacas? I <laughs> know who. Monotremes. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> who are monotremes? They're like dolphins and stuff. Oh, for crying out loud. That sounds like a dolphin thing to do, doesn't it? Yeah, fucking yeah. dolphins. God, I hate dolphins. They're wet. They tried so hard in the 90s. They pushed dolphins on us. They would put them, 
they would put them on tie dye and they would say, save the earth. Think about these motherfuckers. And it's like, I don't like those. I don't like those. Whenever they have some kind of thing and they're like, Jeanette Lamingua focuses on dolphins and her use of the ocean. And then it's a lady and she's just going like, and she's slapping a wet dolphin. She's like, now that's a good dolphin. He feels like the inner tube they give you at Zumbezi Bay. <laughs> I don't ever want to touch wet wildlife. And even before the Wuhan wet market, <laughs> I they put in something called Stingray Bay. Yeah. Which they invented this solely because the name. Yeah. First of all, Stingray, why would you ever touch that? Like you're... <laughs> And I'm not even going to go into any, like, prominent nature dudes that were, like, <laughs> that were, like, fucking murked by stingrays. Yeah, but right. so they put a little pool and you can go and you touch the stingrays and they tell you to get two fingers. <laughs> it's the gentleman's limit. It's- Two fingers, the gentleman's limit, when you go into the stingray bay and you pet the stingray. And let me tell you, it doesn't feel great. And I didn't want to pet the stingray. Mm-mm. I brought my kid there and I was like, touch the fucking stingray. Like, this is educational for you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no. And I'm like, touch it. She's like, no. And I'm like, okay, so you have to do the thing where you're like, I'm touching it and I'm fine. They didn't Steve Irwin me, right? Right. And then... I'm like, touch it. And she's like, okay. And she just very barely touched it. And she's like, I'm done. I was like, well, I was done 15 minutes ago, but this is included in our price (laughs) of like seeing the real animals. So we had to come here. So we didn't like not I got peer pressured into touching it. And I I did one finger and I just went poop. That's the thing with one finger. If you only use one finger, they know you're scared. (laughs) They know you're not interested. I'm not scared of you. Because you know what? If this stingray wants to fight me, he can come out and fight me. We'll see who wins. <laughs> you may be the leader of surf, but make your journey onto the turf and we'll see who wins, you fucking dumbass. You fucking coward. <laughs> you heard it here first. Stingrays are the cowards of the ocean. Have you seen those fuckers? Those fuckers are fucking awful. Have you seen? <laughs> yeah, they're called stingrays. I mean, it doesn't make it sound like you want to hang out with them. And they're wet. Again, not into it. Stingray, right? What's the opposite of stingray? Friend cow. Friend cow. <laughs> but it's your friend, though. Forty nine ninety five. That is re- that is really cheap. <laughs> It's a membership, so you don't have to take care of the cow. I want a cow more than anything, and I know I'm never going to have one. $49.95 a month. I will go and be allowed to pet a cow as long as I want. I will be allowed to develop a friendship with a cow. Oh, so you think there should be a zoo where you can only go and pet cows. That's not, That's a great idea. And you just get to go and pet them, and you get to talk to them and like walk around in a field and feed them. You would have to sign a waiver like at the place you go and jump on the trampolines. You would have to sign a waiver and it's like, if I die, I agree. It's fine. I'm going to die anyway. I might as well die having fun with a cow. (laughs) That's like second best to nutting to death. (laughs) 
<laughs> like having like such a great time with a cow petting it and having like such a great time and then it rolls over on top of you and you're dead. That's fine. You were having fun. When you're having just a really optimum apex time with your friend, everything's going real good and you just have a great time. And you just close your eyes and you're like, God, this is so great. That's called a friend nut. Having so much fun. <laughs> I'm losing track of time. <laughs> You just got your friend nut, baby. <laughs> uh, you know who the stars of the show are, though, is placental mammals, because that's when we start getting separate holes. And you know what you get then? Vaginas. Dicks. Buttholes. The holy... The, urethras. The, I was going to say trinity, but there's that's four. <laughs> Things that are not placental mammals, they don't have any of that shit. I would say that's a bummer, but again, I don't know. Separate holes, but everyone has a butthole, and that's what we're here to talk about today. <laughs> so where did the butthole come from? What was the first animal to have a butthole? Let me look it up. Who had the first butthole? Let's find out. It's Leonardo da Vinci. It doesn't say. This is the question for the ages. Maybe someone on the Discord knows the answer to this. Who had the first butthole? Yeah. Who if, invented butthole? Who will invent the next butthole? <laughs> you know... We've talked about a lot of animals on here. We've talked about how penguins have a separate gland that shoots extra salty water out from behind their eyes. Dolphins have a blowhole, which is kind of gross. Yeah, it's gross. Um, <laughs> so we kind of split everything up. The birds do everything out of cloaca. <laughs> and so we split everything up. And so all the different functions have their own little studio apartments. Right. And so who will invent... The next butthole, one day there will be somebody who will come out and they will have split something that we take for granted. All the different kinds of peas you take, they may split that or they may split all of your sex juice away from your pee. What if you had a separate yeah. hole for just your sex juice? That seems like, I think the world is ready for that. We're talking about, you know, there's big world events that happen that cause these rapid changes. It's called punctuated equilibrium. It's an idea in evolution where mm -hmm. everything is the same for a very long time and then suddenly there's this catastrophic or this, what's good version of catastrophic? Well, there's a catastrophic- Coolistrophic. There's a coolistrophic <laughs> event. And then suddenly everything changes very rapidly in a short amount of time. We may be going through that process right now and People may emerge on the other side with some way to get their sex juice out different from their pee, which is not sex juice. What if your dick basically stays the same, only you get a little hole at the bottom of it, kind of where your balls start, and you yeah. pee out of there? Oh, that would be great. Yeah, you Then could... you would have to sit down to pee. We had sex ed in fifth grade, mm -hmm. and one of the biggest tensions in fifth grade, they did the thing where they split the boys and girls up. And the girls went, and I assume they were like, when you get to be of age, you have a special picnic. And then the girls are like, well, what happens at the picnic? And the teacher is like, no one knows. <laughs> and the boys were like, what happens if you pee inside a woman? <laughs> I remember when being in sex ed and, and it was like, you write the little paper, like you write it down on a piece of paper. And, it, and someone passed the question in late, the teacher opened and she's like, 
What if I'm doing oral sex on a boy and he pees in my mouth? Well, you've just earned a ticket to Bummertown. Right. No, she said, that's not possible because he would be erect and then blah, blah. Yeah, but with the new world order where your sex juice comes out of the right place, but your pee comes out of the other place, she would simply move aside. <laughs> she would have a pee on her neck. <laughs> I told you about how female placental mammals have holes for defecation, urination, and reproduction. Males have it for... Fraternity, liberty, and equality. Yes. Right. And <laughs> they, they have one for urination and reproduction. One of the things with buttholes is that there's two kinds of animals. There are animals that are protostomes and animals that are deuterostomes. And that means whether or not... The mouth or the butthole formed first when the animal was an embryo. In where? Deuterostomes. Deuterostomes. Mm -hmm. Which means that we had buttholes first. So that's the first thing. Job number one, like they say on a truck commercial. Right. So it goes... And so the asshole forms first, which also is a good perspective for why things are the way they are. <laughs> and then everything emerges from the asshole. Right, right. <laughs> So really, humans are shitting themselves into existence. Right. That's the basics about buttholes. Because like, obviously, everyone knows like the main thing you do with the butthole mm -hmm. is you poop with it. Yeah. I wanted to talk about other stuff you could use your butthole for. And the first thing I wanted to talk about was butt chugging. What? Uh, or I've... boofing. It's also known as boofing. Okay. I've heard the term butt chugging. What is that? That's when you put liquor up your butt to get drunk. And what's the benefit of that? Why would you do that? Just for uh, novelty? It gets you drunk really fast because it basically hits your bloodstream like immediately. Well, that sounds uncomfortable. I don't like I don't like getting turned really fast. That's really uncomfortable. It, you get turned really fast and then you die from it because you can't puke it up if you drink too much. That sounds like an incredibly bad idea. Also, it's been tested very many times for a very long time. You can drink liquor. Yeah. It's okay to put that in your stomach. It's not the best thing you can do for your body. Right. But you can put it in your stomach, and your stomach will handle it, and your body handles it, right? Mm -hmm. Putting it in your butthole, like, I mean, I would imagine your rectum would rebel. Like, why are you doing this to me? Like, I deal with all of your shit all day long, <laughs> and now you're doing this to me? It just seems unfair. One of the ways you would do that is that you would get an enema bag and you would fill it up with liquor and put it up your butt. Alternately, people will take tampons and soak them in alcohol and stick it up their butt. Or they will do like a beer bong, only they'll put it in their butt. That sounds like a really bad idea. And only liquor? Or you said a beer bong. Will they pour beer in their butt? People put anything you can drink in there. Well, yeah, I mean, people will put anything, anything in there. Yeah. We'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how common is that? Is that something that people do a lot? People die from it. Like one one dude died from it because he he poured a whole bottle of wine up his butt. Oh yeah. And he got overly drunk and like again, like I said, when you get drunk like that, you can't puke it up. Yeah. Like it's not cool to puke when you drink, but like you puke because you have to. Well, you puke because you still have liquid with alcohol in it in your stomach and your body is 
like, ah. No. <laughs> shit, like, right? Yeah. Like, I have to get rid of this. I'm not saying that the human body is an intelligent master, but like, that's a good safety mechanism is a lot of the time you'll puke if you drink too much. Yeah, your body doesn't want to die. So if it's like, well, I'm going to die, it, it has like little things built in to try to make it so you don't die. Right, so if you put liquor up your ass, it's like that Metallica album where the sword is coming out of the toilet, but it's Tito's vodka. <laughs> it would be really funny though, if there were like an aristocrat who was putting like 21 year Pappy Von Winkle. <laughs> yeah. Like I only do top shelf enemas. <laughs> right, well of course. Well, maybe that's part of the reason you would do that is because you, you're drinking the cheap shit. Because it would. So you could just like fill your butt up with like Colonial Club and then have like a milkshake. A milkshake to drink? Yeah. Those are way tastier than Colonial Club. Do you think that if you gave yourself a big time alcohol enema and then you drank a big milkshake, do you think you would puke the milkshake? Just like your body would be like, oh, yeah. this is probably what's doing it. I mean, you, let me bing it. Can There's you, no answer. Can you puke from boofing? Yeah, we'll find out. Can you puke from boofing? I can't find any any information. Have you boofed before? Were you able to puke up your milkshake? Let us know in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever bought an enema kit and checked out at CVS and the cashier says, how's it going? You say, great, I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna fill this up with Tito's. But first, I'm going to stop and get a shamrock shake. It's the reason for the season, so I'm going to MC and getting the shamrock. <laughs> that sucker's going in the front door. <laughs> Tito's up the back. Just slip it in. <laughs> I think one of my favorite trivia facts about alcohol is, well, I have two of them about Tito's. One of them is that Tito's name is uh, Beverage. His last name is Beverage. Tito Beverage, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, and the other one is that Tito's is not actually handmade or homemade or anything. What they do is they buy grain alcohol, like from Archer Daniels Midland, <laughs> and they pass it through. They don't distill it. They just shoot it through copper stills, and they're like, we use our copper stills for this, and they shoot it through there, <laughs> and then they bottle that shit. <laughs> it's like industrial watered-down grain alcohol. I mean, it works. It does work, yeah. I've never put Tito's, I've never put any drugs in my anus. I don't think I've ever stuck anything in my anus. I can't say never, because I've had stuff in my butt to the point where I'm like, no, thank you. But I'm, I'm just not a butt person. Know thyself. That's yeah. what they That's what they said at Stingray Bay. That's when you walk in. <laughs> Do you want to touch the Stingray? You don't have to if you don't want to. It's look within before you look into the, into the Stingray Bay. Do you want to stick stuff in your butt? I've never stuck drugs or, or alcohol in my butt. My mouth works fine for that. That's The mouth is like the traditional place to put the drugs. And it's easy to say like, oh, right now, given my current circumstances, I would never put drugs anywhere else. But I don't think I've ever put drugs anywhere except in my mouth. Yeah. Like maybe if you were like really sick, 
and you couldn't keep your medication down because you kept puking. Maybe- oh no, I had no. That happened to me once. Oh. I was throwing up like shit. I got the cruise virus. Mm-hmm. Not Corona. That was back when the cruise virus was just norovirus. Yeah, you just had the shits for a couple it weeks. It was the puke duties. Mm-hmm. That's when you're puking and shitting at the same time. Right. And I was just having an awful time, and I went to the urgent care, and they made me wait in the waiting lobby of the bank, because it used to be a bank. And I'm like, I got this whole situation, and the doctor guy with his little like Harley bandana on is like, well, have you been drinking water? And I'm like, no, dog, because I keep throwing it up. And he's like, I have the thing for you. And he gives me a shot, but it was in the butt cheek. It wasn't anus. He gave you a shot in the anus of Patron. (laughs) Now that would have been horrible for dehydration. That would have been horrible for dehydration. It's like it's like homeopathy isn't like you do give it. I think you treat your dehydration with dehydration. I think <laughs> that somebody pouring an ounce and a half of Patron Silver into your anus <laughs> to treat your dehydration <laughs> from norovirus. He just gave me a big shot in the ass of something. It was like I was suddenly not queasy at all. And he's like, drink water. And he gave me a cup of water. And I was like, dude, hell yeah. And he's like, now go home and sleep. So I did. Yeah. It, was all, it was all good. It worked really well. Yeah. What, what did he give you a shot of? Fenergan. Fenergan, yeah. Yeah. Did it make you go to sleep? It did, yeah. That's what they were giving me when I was in the hospital when I was having Nona. They uh-huh. gave me that. I never. I was never nauseous, but they gave it to me. Um, they gave it to me in an IV, and then they gave me OxyContin at the same time in order to just keep me asleep because I was having, like, blinding headaches with, like, auras and shit. <laughs> uh, they were putting you on pharmaceutical lean. Yeah, they had me. They just, like, let's just put her down, like, almost all the way. Like, let's give her, like, three quarters of the pink shot. <laughs> <laughs> Like, she, we're not sending her to the Rainbow Bridge, but she can see it from here. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to send you far enough down the Rainbow Road that you can see what's popping. I can see that bridge. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, the other issue is that your lower gastrointestinal tract um, lacks the enzymes that are present in your stomach that break down the alcohol. It's very bad for you. And then your rectum absorbs it, and then... When it gets to your liver, you have too much alcohol in your bloodstream because you're not able to puke up the excess and just, like, fucks your liver up. Yeah, so do not give yourself alcohol enemas. I think it would irritate it, too. I mean, say what you will about poop. Alcohol, like, if you rub it into, like, a paper cut, it hurts. Sure. What if you scratch your butthole with the syringe going in? But even not, then- <laughs> like, it's, it's a whole... It's a whole little, like, ecosystem. Yeah. It's delicate. It is delicate, yeah. Not a good idea. So they've been boofing since the ancient times. Did you know that? Oh, I believe it. You know, when they say, like, oh, we found a bowl, and it dates back to the time of Christ, and it had weed oil in it. Like, you know they were sticking it up their ass. Right. Well, the Maya did enemas of alcohol and then they would also add psychoactive stuff to it also oh what would they put in there i don't know mushrooms i don't know oh buddy there you go 
<laughs> that stuff upsets your stomach. That might be the way to go with that. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. So they made syringes and stuff, and that's how they got it up their butt. And they found them. They are made out of gourds. So that's something you never see on Naked and Afraid. I feel like that would be the first thing I would do is try to find the mushrooms and then try to find a gourd so I get the mushrooms up my ass. Yeah, stick it in your butt. Like, this is a perfectly butt-sized gourd. Were they the ones that uh, invented chocolate? I always get, I'm like, I'm not a historian. I don't know. The Mayans and the Incans, I always get them mixed up. Who invented chocolate? No, not, not the Dutch No, guy. not a fucking European Conrad Johannes... Von Fuckface. Uh, Mesoamerica. Okay, the Olmec. There you go. Okay. Because they always talk about like, oh, they made this thing out of cocoa and it was a bitter drink. And I'm like, that sounds good. I actually saw, I've been getting ads for some place that has, it's like coffee. It's like roasted beans and they're ground up. So it's like coffee grounds, but it's made out of just pure cocoa beans and it doesn't have anything else in it. And you brew it like coffee in a coffee pot. That sounds great. Maybe I'll get you some. Would you like to try it? Yeah, I would try it? it. I would drink it, yeah. You bet you'd like it. I We're would do... your booty. <laughs> no, I would do what I always do with the stuff I ingest and put it in my mouth. Yeah, you can't taste it in your butt. Or can you? I'm never going to put chocolate in my asshole. <laughs> so I will never find out. If you're on the Discord... <laughs> if you put chocolate in your butt, Why? Why did you do it? Also, did you like it? Did, could you taste it? We want details. <laughs> anyway. Do a quiz. Do a quiz. Tell me. I have a list of six things that people stick up their butt in order to get fucked up. Tell me some things that think people might do up their butt. Can I say alcohol? Yes. We already... Yes, alcohol. That was a... That That's was a freebie. A, yeah. It's called a freebie. People put ecstasy. People put MDMA in their butt. Yeah, they put MDMA in their butts, yeah. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Is it, it... Does it work better? I don't know. I know that there are some compounds where if they hit your stomach, like some of it degrades before you absorb it. Mm -hmm. So the bioavailability is better if you do it in a certain way. I've never put... How could you, like, I mean, go out to the club? Like, are you just going to the bathroom at the club and stick it up your butt? Well, nobody knows. They think you're in there taking a dump. They're like, oh, yeah, that guy had a heavy dinner. That guy's definitely shitting at the club. <laughs> you know, that guy, you know, I saw that guy out there raving around. He was waving his glow sticks, and he just had that vibe about him like he had five guys earlier. <laughs> That would be really funny to go to the club and like actually like take a huge shit in the club and not just like go in the bathroom to use it for cocaine or ketamine or whatever you take yeah. in the club. Take it up your butt. I bet people put ketamine in their butt. People put ketamine in their butt. They will put that stuff anywhere. Yeah. That is a veterinary tranquilizer and it's like a dissociative. Yeah. People really like that. It's supposed to be good for depression, but the FDA doesn't like it. I guess we'll never know. If you have ketamine, uh, DM, Let me know. <laughs> DM me. Um, just, I'd be, just DM me and tell me how much you have and I'll say, wow. And yeah, just tell me like, what's up? No, oh, wow, that's crazy, dude. Tell me about how you got it. And we got some more for you to guess. So these are all like psychoactive substances. Yeah, party drugs, baby. 
Uh, do these drugs in our butts? Do people put LSD in their butt? Yes. Why do they do I that? No. It's like it's LSD is like so like you could you can take it and not know. How have you? It's not so unpleasant to take that you're like. I need to find a better way to get this into my into my bloodstream. Because the amount of LSD you have to take that's psychoactive is measured in micrograms. Yeah. So you just, you put it in your mouth and you absorb it through your buccal yeah. cavity. Yeah. Like you have all these blood vessels under your tongue, so you put it on your tongue and it goes right in those blood vessels and then, buddy. Yeah, right. Do people put weed in their butt. I hadn't seen anyone talking about doing that. I think that there are some um, things that they make for people who are really sick. Yeah. That are like suppositories that have mm-hmm. cannabis in them. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it gets you fucked up in the same way. I was just thinking that rough nugget. Right. <laughs> just sticking it up there, just like breaking it off. Oh, buddy. With that the... crunchy boy. <laughs> <laughs> the stem sticking out you're sitting (laughs) sitting on the stem yeah (laughs) it scratches its way in (laughs) that was better than smoking weed (laughs) oh no i gotta give this time to dissolve (laughs) this isn't gonna take the rest of my life (laughs) i've been going out a lot to isolated areas to go and walk because the You're, wasteland? Yeah, the wasteland, essentially. And there's certain times a day, like late morning, early afternoon, where everything's empty. And I saw a. it was very obviously a dog turd. And it was on a trail through the woods. Uh-huh. It was like in a park, but it was a woods trail. It was obviously a dog turd because it was in the exact shape of a turd that a medium-sized dog would have laid but it was all stuffing. Like the dog had clearly eaten a stuffed animal. Yeah. And crapped out a stuffed animal, but just the stuffing of the stuffed animal in the shape of a turd. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about that, but for weed. <laughs> <laughs> you just crap out like a pound and a half of just turd nugs. <laughs> do people do opiates in their butt, like oxy pills and stuff? Pills. Oh. Pills in general, Adderall, Ritalin, Oxys. Advil. The next time I have a headache, I'm shoving some Advil up there. It might work faster. What you want to do is you get a little bit of water, you get a little hot water, you soak your Advils in there until your Advils dissolve, and you fill it up in a syringe, and then you stick it in your butt, and you shoot it up your butt. But you didn't hear that here. <laughs> I had some. I didn't tell you how to move. <laughs> <laughs> How many drugs do people take? Do people put cocaine in their butt? Yeah, they put put that in their butt. Well, cocaine is like really bad for your whole face and head and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. It's probably bad for your asshole too. You got a hundred percent on the pooping quiz. Fantastic. You I'm... are a fucking genius at sticking stuff up your butt to get fucked up. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> so, there comes a time in the young person's life when they're like, well, what about my butt? 
what if I like to put things in it? And then they do it, and then they can't get it out. Mm. It's stuck in their butt. Either they can't pull it out, or it slipped past the sphincter, and it's too far in there. And they lost their handle. It's like up in there now. Yeah. Your butthole swallowed it. Rectal foreign bodies are large foreign items found in the rectum that can be assumed to have been inserted through the anus rather than reaching the rectum via the mouth and gastrointestinal tract. Because anything that you would have swallowed would have had to be small enough. Yeah. To go through your throat. Yeah. So like. You couldn't, you couldn't swallow like a wine bottle. And have it pass through. Oh, is that something somebody got stuck sure. in there? That's too big. <laughs> There's never a limit with how big someone could put something in their butt. Basically, the limit is like when your pelvis is no longer large enough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, because it's all just soft tissue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and people are athletic with it. I used to sell porn stuff. Like when I was younger, when I was a kid, uh -huh. I worked at a porn store and we sold some butt plugs that were amazingly gigantic, really, really big around like this. And you're, uh, that's like a mini basketball. Mm -hmm. It's sure. like in between a mini and a full size basketball. But you're saying <laughs> people... People bought them and people used them. I assume so. Because I've seen people- They were expensive. If they weren't going to use them, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do that with that. I've seen on the internet people putting huge things in their butts. Huge. Gigantic. I know that somebody can do it, but it's wild thinking about somebody right here or in your city doing it. Right. Like, have you ever seen a picture of a penguin with the egg inside of it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Let me show you. <laughs> So the egg is so large that it clearly... It takes up the bulk of the bird. The skeleton makes way for it. So that's basically what these people are doing with their gigantic butt plugs. That's what my mental picture is with when, when people do that. Like, let's move all of my organs out of the way. Yeah, that was actually... When you were giving birth, uh, that was actually the one statement that one of the surgeons made that actually had me like losing consciousness is I was like, everything's cool. I'm very stressed out. I'm here in this situation, but I'm like surrounded by doctors and everything's cool. And some guy came around the corner like Dr. Octagon, like all covered in blood. And he's like, I need more gauze pads, please hurry. And I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> and then I was like, whew, whew. And I was like breathing and then the main guy, the guy who was clearly in charge, he goes, okay, let's put the bladder back in. And I was like, what? Why was it out? <laughs> that's, no. So that's, I didn't know it could come out. But my little right. guy's been out, I guess. Took him out to see the sunlight and put him back in. He's been out, little buddy. <laughs> Once that bladder gets a taste of the outside world. Anyway. <laughs> He's coming out all the time now. <laughs> But people put other giant stuff in there that's not like silicone sex dildos. <laughs> yeah, no, they put everything up there. It, there have been numerous medical papers about people who have had stuff stuck in their butt. There was one guy who they wrote a paper on who had 
surgery because he got a cucumber and a parsnip stuck up his butt. He went home after his surgery, and before the wound even healed from him getting surgery, he stuck two apples up his butt and died of peritonitis from doing that. Oh, he just liked it too much. He just... (laughs) If he was in America... Like, after you get the medical bill for removing a cucumber and a parsnip from your ass. Well, you know, cucumber and a parsnip, that is more like a, a, like a dick-shaped situation. Like, I could understand someone doing that. Parsnip? You got, a parsnip is, like, long and like a carrot, isn't it? A parsnip is roughly carrot-shaped. Yeah, but I'm saying it's, I can see, like, someone being like, oh, I, need, I need to stick something in my holes and all I have is vegetables. I can understand a mental leap, right? Like those yeah, seem like sure. a pr- So you had surgery after getting some dick-like vegetables stuck in your butt. Uh-huh. Before you're before you've healed up at all, you decided that instead of doing something that makes sense, you're going to go with apples. You know what I would do? <laughs> I would take a bite out of the apple and then I would go bong, like the apple startup sound. Yeah, and then stick it in your butt. And I would yeah. <laughs> Because that's uh, also that's the widest part. The apple is all wide. It's all wide part. <laughs> How would you get an apple in your butt? I There's mean, no taper on that at all. Like maybe you can get a pear in your butt. I mean, I don't know. I've never tried to stick an apple in my butt, so <sighs> maybe we should try that out later. Maybe I should just sit on an apple and just wait. <laughs> How long do you think it would take before you? Reached peak apple. <laughs> Four months. Four months. <laughs> I've never, I've never crapped as big as an apple. No. So I don't know. I was speaking with my friend Jennifer Bell today, and she's a nurse. And I told her I was going to talk about buttholes today. And um, I said, do you have any good butthole facts? And she told me that the size of your poop is, it, co- it correlates with how big your rectum is. And so if you see someone has a giant poop, that means they have a giant rectum. And is that just how it's made or can you do rectum exercises? Um, I don't know if you could do rectum exercises. Maybe if you're, you are stretch it out, if you're putting like a traffic cone up there. <laughs> VLC media player has encountered an error. <laughs> and then you can have fucking gigantic wide shits forever. That now we're... I want to shit... And it, I want to shit hockey pucks. <laughs> I want my shits to be so wide that they are like so thin that it just creates like a shit bubble. And then it's. Have you ever seen the picture of the guy in the ET suit and he's got an enormous disc? It's like two and a half feet in radius. And it's like <laughs> this silicone wafer is used to make microconductors. Right, right. That's what my poop's going to be like. <laughs> I'm going to poop super fine conductor wafers. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to pee out of a little hole at the top of your balls. <laughs> yeah, just get it out of the way. We're going to be the new perfect humans. We're going to get our body modifications, and then everyone else is going to evolve to catch up with us. That's right, 2.0. That's us. Fingerless gloves. Fingerless. <laughs> I'm going to put those, ma- I'm going to put like magnet. Don't they fucking do the thing where you put the magnets in your fingers? Yeah, they put magnets in their fingers. <laughs> 
so they could feel like the electricity and shit. I'm gonna weird. put an Arduino in my ass. <laughs> I'm gonna put a Raspberry Pi in my balls. <laughs> Uh, the future is now. So, uh, yeah, so there's that guy who put the apples in his butt. Um, one guy got an ear of corn stuck in his butt because he was trying to treat his chronic diarrhea. And I guess he was trying to put corn up his butt in order mm. to make it stop. So I don't mm. know. A likely story. Yeah. I feel like everybody, if you're going to, there's a reason for people to put stuff in their butt. None of it is what the cover story is. Yeah, this uh, other guy got a toothbrush stuck in his butt when he was using it to itch his hemorrhoids. A toothbrush is so small. Crap the toothbrush out, homie. <laughs> I could crap a toothbrush. They got universal health care where the toothbrush guy is, I'm sure. Oh, yeah? Okay. <laughs> Whenever you see someone being like, oh, I went to the doctor because my finger hurts. Yeah, in America, we would shit the toothbrush out. Right. If America, its first step is walk it off. Uh, <laughs> second step is try to sleep it off. Yeah. Uh, third third step is bring in Dr. Natalie. <laughs> Do a little self-treatment. Figure it out yourself. <laughs> Look, I've got four Advil and a Swiss Army knife. If this can't fix it, I'm going to the building that used to be a bank and is now a barely licensed urgent care center. And they're going to make me come three times before they figure out what I got. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, people usually, when they stick things up their butt, it's usually a sexual thing, or it is criminal. <laughs> that is known in many circles as the thin blue line between sexual and criminal. Well, that, I'm talking about body packing, when you fill your butt up with drugs, and you, and then you transport drugs up your butt. To prison. Across state lines. Um, and so people will stick drugs up their butt. And sometimes they'll stick knives and ammunition and other weapons up their butt. When they tally them all up, 80% of people with stuff stuck up their butt is sexual. Only 20% of them are drug smugglers. But that kind of makes it seem like there's a lot of drug smugglers. Can you just imagine a guy just cramming baggie after baggie of like little shitty dust up his butt and he's like, I hate this. <laughs> and there's and his homies there and his homies like, you, do you like this? And he's like, no, this is about the drug smuggling for me. <laughs> That's, I don't want to do any drugs that could have potentially traveled here up someone's butt. Everything except weed could have come to you inside of somebody's anus. One time, I remember when I was younger, I was hanging out with some with some friend of mine, and uh, he had brought weed. His weed was stored or brought to him in a box that had fabric softener sheets in it, so they would not be able to smell the weed. And the weed tasted like fabric softener, <laughs> all but unsmokable. Was it like clean laundry scent? No, it was like the classic like snuggle. <laughs> But it was it was really bad. It was awful. It tasted so much like fabric softener, but weed is weed. But that's what I think about. Could you taste the butt on your drugs? I don't know. I probably would be able to, I bet. You're a super taster. I am, yeah. Like, oh, this was too close to a butt. There's also people who will stick things up their butt and they do it in order to receive attention and pity from doctors and nurses. And so it is a thing that people do who have Munchausen's. So they go in and they want the doctors to pity them and they're like, oh, I freaking sat on this. How do I get this box? 
bottle of shampoo in my butt. I slipped in the shower. What do you think is the main excuse people use when they go into the doctor and they're like, okay, listen, you have to get this thing out. Listen, here's how it happened. Yeah, I think a lot of people fell on it. I think a lot of people try to say that they were rubbing it on their butt and then it flipped in. Like, whoops. I think that people maybe say, maybe they're like, oh, someone stuck it in my butt. Oh, no. So I was out having a normal day trying to buy some lemonade from a lemonade stand and the criminal <laughs> came up behind me. That just, it just seems so difficult. Any kind of object. Yeah. To get up there. Yeah. Yeah. And people never own up to it. Like people usually try to say it was some kind of accident that caused the thing to go in their butt. There are reasons that people get stuff stuck in their butt. A lot of times this is stuff that people use to stick in their butt will have a conical shape. And so it'll just go and get sucked in. Oh, yeah. And then the widest part is the part they have to crap out first and it's stuck. Or it has like a tapered shape and then it just goes zoop. Uh-huh. And then you can't grab it out because it has a taper in the bottom. Right, yeah. And when you grab it and it's like slippery and then you shoot it in farther trying to grab on it. Oh my gosh, that sounds like a nightmare. Or it's, they, people go crazy and they stick it in too far. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh no, the spot is like actually two inches in farther than I thought it was. Let's <laughs> try to get the spot. <laughs> ah, there it is. Right behind my belly button. That's where I needed it. <laughs> For me to read you a list of the type types of stuff that people got stuck on their butt. Yes, please. The first thing on the list is a razor. Oh no! A screw, a screwdriver, a small rolled up tool bag, including the tools inside of it. Oh. A hairpin, a milk can opener, a drill bit, a chair of a leg, the handle of a, of a shovel, the broken off broom handle, extension parts for vacuum cleaners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wine bottles, Coke bottles, jelly jars, small beer glasses, cups, spray cans, light bulbs, vacuum tubes, candles, tennis balls. Now there's a there's a 1950s thing to put in your ass as a vacuum tube. <laughs> yeah, right. These days we just put transistors. You know how small those are? Yeah, they're little. I could put a transistor in my ass. No big deal. <laughs> Uh, tennis balls, bocce balls, ammunition, fireworks. Imagine sticking a live bullet up your ass, like, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> uh, vibrators, uh, dildos, a toy car, spectacles. Yeah, a spectac- spectacles. <laughs> Keys to we s- would We would call those glasses. Yeah. If you're using <laughs> spectacles, this happened so long ago. <laughs> uh, keys to your suitcase. <laughs> Do you think Ben Franklin put his keys to his suitcase up his ass? Probably. He was nasty. (laughs) (laughs) He definitely fucked. (laughs) Uh, Someone stuck an entire pouch of tobacco up their ass and a magazine at the same time. What? Uh, Which magazine? I didn't say. Ranger Rick. There's a guy who filled his butthole up with cement. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it solidified, and he had to get it surgically removed. In the 50s, a dude stuck a 
cardboard tube in his butthole and then put firecrackers in it and blew his ass apart. Now, why? I just can't imagine the thought process. It's like my dad used to say, your problem is you don't think. (laughs) What were you thinking? You weren't thinking. That's your problem. Uh, so usually when they, they have all kinds of techniques for getting stuff out of your butt, they will use forceps and like pull your butt apart mm-hmm. and doink it out. Open it up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, they will do like slings where they will like insert like a little thing in there and they'll use it to pull it out. Okay. So they'll kind of wrap like some fabric or something around the object and yoink it out. Yoink it out. Um, they will sometimes like if it's something glass, they might try to encase it in gauze and stuff like that and then break it. The idea of putting something glass inside of your butt and then having broken glass just... Well, that's why they wrap it up first. Yeah, oh, God. That's a nightmare. Um, Sometimes, like, if it's something that's wood, they'll be able to drill into the wood and, and, and get, like, a screw in it and pull it out. They should just hook your ass up to a lathe and just lathe your body off. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what they did. <laughs> Uh, sometimes they can stick a suction cup onto it and pull it out. Um, sometimes they will, like, if you have, like, a glass stuck in your butt. Yeah. What they'll do is they'll put, like, a, another object inside the glass and fill the glass up with plaster. Okay. And then okay. they'll pull it out like that because the plaster will dry around the object that you have sticking out of the cup. A lot of this seems very much like... It seems like something that a magician would do. Yeah. Well, a lot of it is like you're trying to figure out a way for them to get the thing out of your butt without them having to open up your belly. Because there's so much bacteria and stuff that if they go in through your skin and through your body, like it's just a big risk. Yes, yes. Um, But I also had this, I had this, I was like, I put this note to see chart here and I'm going to pull it up. It had a list of, Stuff that people have had stuck in their butt and how they got it out. There's a long list and there's a whole bunch of vibrators. And you would think that that would be the one. Gosh, that's like a combo move. You put a vibrator up there and then you go in and they give you massive anesthesia. Yeah. These guys got an apple out of this guy's butt using two-handed manipulation. That means two-handed manipulation. Two hands up the butt under local anesthesia. Two up, I would imagine one on the outside and one on the inside. Maybe, but I don't know how you would press on your butthole from the outside. Right, right. Because your spine and your, your pelvis is on one side and your... Somebody got a thermometer, like they were ostensibly taking their temperature. Mm-hmm. Someone got a light bulb. Abdominal compression. Multiple people have gotten light bulbs. That's such a bad idea. Please don't do that. That's why they did compact fluorescence. That's why they're that spiral. Because nobody ever looks at that and is like, ooh, maybe that'll press on my stuff. Right. Well, one of the ways they get get stuff out of your butt is um, they have used argon plasma coagulation where they have... Uh, argon beam and they will if you have like vegetables stuck up your butt they will shoot it with the argon beam and it makes the vegetable shrink wow like it like it fucks up they have a shrink ray 
it, it only works when they're when they have like apples or or like a cucumber stuck up your butt because like it'll like I'm not sure if it does something to like the moisture in the vegetable and makes it like shrink up by like fifty percent. If you were somebody, and this is niche, but if you were somebody who stuck vegetables up your ass, you might get the argon shrink ray for home use. Yeah. Because sometimes people will buy a tattoo removal machine and just do that at home. How much does an argon ray cost? Argon ray for sale. <laughs> Pineapple for sale. <laughs> They're not that expensive. Oh, that's a violet ray. That's one of those things that zaps you to get your, your rocks off. Uh, okay. Anyway, I can't find one. I don't think we're allowed to have one. Anyway, did you know that... If you are a guy and you can control your butt muscles and you work on your butt muscles, it makes it so you could bust a nut farther. You could bust it further? Mm-hmm. Distance, baby. So just distance-wise. Uh-huh. Nothing else. Yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> you can nut off from like a mile away. I turned 40. Uh-huh this past year so i've had my prostate examined and so what uh, it'll basically be some old guy and he's like i gotta check out your acorn (laughs) or whatever he says (laughs) it's like never it's like never great it's like always worse than if he says like i need to check your prostate gland and so he'll get on gloves which who can blame him (laughs) right but uh, my whole life, I had grown up and I'd heard about this thing where people stick their hand in your butt. And everybody was like, oh, this is horrible. And then stand-up comedians would be like, oh, oh. And they'd make all these faces and they'd be like, oh, no, it's poop. Oh, it's bad. There's man in my ass. Yeah. It is uh, surprisingly, like, not very bad. Yeah. The guy just sticks his hand in your ass. Yeah. But it's very, like... That's that. Yeah. He just kind of gets up in there and he's like, yup. And you're like, yup what? And he's like, yup. There it is. There's that ass. And then he licks his finger off. (laughs) It's just, I... I was like, wow, I've seen so many stand-up comedy routines about this. And everybody is, like, so irritated about this. And stand-up comics are all pervs. Stand-up comics will, like, trap you in a room while they jerk off. Mm -hmm. So, like, they're all, like, nasty, bad people. So, like, if they hate it, Mm -hmm. like, I'm really going to hate it. Because I'm, like, not a bad person. But then the guy's like, yep, in and out. Like the burgers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So... Did you know that on average people will poop every 24 hours? Really? That sounds about right. Mm -hmm. And some people only go once every three weeks. And some people go multiple times a day. Apparently, as long as you're not straining or having to rush to the bathroom, it does not matter. As long as it's not causing you problems, it's fine. So did you know that you can get your butthole rejuvenated with a laser? that will make your butthole tighten up. Really? Why would you want that? Well, it was originally developed for people with incontinence, but some people want a perky asshole. Or maybe they were people who put traffic cones up their butt, and now they needed to tighten the situation back up. That makes sense. Yeah. There are people who want to lay turds the size of a number two pencil. Yeah. They feel like that maximizes their Instagram ability. Yeah. It's just like a little teeny winker at you. Wink, wink. It's just a little tiniest, the smallest little rope. Little tiniest little butthole. It's like a nostril. (laughs) 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 Little tiny butthole, you'll never believe it. 
So what did you learn about buttholes today? I'm surprised at how much stuff people put in their buttholes. People put everything in their buttholes. It just seems like such a bad idea. But, I mean, I understand. I'm like, you know, it takes all kinds. If that's what you like, then that's what you like. Put whatever you want in your butt if that gives you joy in your heart. I don't care, right? And if there's a list of 100 of them, there's been 100 billion people on the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's super common. I can understand chasing a buzz. Sure. You just want to get fucked up. You want to do it fast. So you're you're fucking uh, dipping tampons in Malibu rum and shoving them up your ass. It happens to the best of us. Sure. And who amongst us has not wanted to taste the coconut? (laughs) I mean, I understand, like, you got to get your nut, and maybe that's how you do it, by feeling like you are a penguin. Maybe that gets you going. That's fine. It's fine. Do your thing. Be free. Get your penguin nut. Listen, if you don't have your penguin nut yet, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity (laughs) will get you to rock off like a penguin. We're talking massive light bulb anus sized rocking off. And it's $5 a month. That's less than you spend on horseshoes. If you're wondering, 84, episode 86, episode 88, where are the odd numbered episodes? I'm massively missing out. I must be missing something. I'm a dumbass. No, you're not a dumbass. You're not just subscribed to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Garbage Brain University. You can get in on our 24-7 chat room. Discords. Discord, it's like IRC if you're an old person. It's like chat rooms if you're not quite as old of a person. It's like get on there and talk with your friends. And everybody on there is cool, so we have a good time. Right. And this episode about poopy buttholes was brought to you by Harlem Township, Ohio. Harlem Township wants you to know about buttholes, and they want you to get your education from the best source possible. And so they're sponsoring us here at Garbage Brain. That's right. When you want to know all the objects that have been inserted into somebody's anus and then into their rectum, which is beyond the anus, Harlem Township, Ohio, is here to help educate you. Thanks again to them for supporting our educational efforts. Right. They love education. They are northeast of central columbus ohio and if we're the anus they're the rectum (laughs) thanks again for listening we'll talk to you again soon goodbye